0: Today, Joe Biden gives a very unifying speech about democracy in the midterm elections. An illegal immigrant reportedly broke into Katie Hobbs' campaign office, and Elon Musk may have already caved to pressure from the left. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez and uh, before I forget to tell you later, today is my Friday, there will be no show tomorrow. I'm sorry, I understand, but it turns out uh, hosts need vacation too, every once in a while. I am joined today by Blaze TV contributor, Alex Stein, host of Conspiracy Castle, who takes no vacation ever. He's always on the grind. All the time, 24/7. Also joined by reporter from the Daily Caller, Jorge Ventura, who is uh, just everywhere doing amazing work? So.
1: Good to be back. Midterms. I'm excited. Election day is coming up. <sighs> a lot of anticipation.
0: Get it, get it over with. Potential
1: red wave. We'll see. We'll see.
0: I'm hoping for like a red bloodbath,
2: tsunami. tsunami. I mean, we tsunami. need it. But you know, this is this is the other thing too. Is and I talk about this all the time. It's even if we get the red wave, we're probably not going to get what we expected. You know, it's like uh, I just. I guess I'm just trying to tamper my expectations. That's how mm-hmm. I like,
0: I look at everything. I look at the way that the, the country is going. I look at you know, what Democrats have done. None of it good in mm-hmm. two short years. And I'm like, it feels like there is momentum on our side, but I can't allow myself to get that way, right? Because then, again, as Alex, you just pointed out, like I'll just be really, really <laughs> depressed if it doesn't end up going that way. So I'm trying to, like, keep my expectations low.
2: And I don't want to fast forward, but I'm saying we're setting the gauntlet for 2024. is going to be the most insane election yeah. of our I'm excited. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's
1: a lot of momentum, and we have the whole Beto-Abbott thing right now. South Texas right now might go uh, to the GOP off the Latino mm-hmm. vote. So it's, uh, it's exciting times. Yeah. We'll
0: see. Um, all right. So I want to get to uh, Joe Biden, who randomly decided to give a speech. You know what? <laughs> I should, say, I, do, I should say not randomly. <laughs> Joe Biden sees how horrible Democrats are doing and I guess is trying to uh, give a speech to sway the American public to, you know, vote for these reasonable, moderate Democrats. All they're doing is trying to unify the country. And by the way, democracy, of course, is at stake during these elections. As they always like to say, democracy is threatened. We are a threat to democracy, watch.
3: I know there's a lot at stake in these midterm elections. From our economy, to the safety of our streets, to our personal freedoms, the future of health care, Social Security, Medicare. It's all important. But we'll have our differences. We'll have our difference of opinion. And that's what it's supposed to be. But there's something else at stake. Democracy itself.
0: Mm. Um, so I have a couple Different Joe Biden clips that I want to play for you guys, but I want to get your take on on this one specifically because it was interesting to me. He says there's a lot at stake during these midterms, and he lists off our economy, yes. The safety of our streets, yes, personal freedoms, yes. So at this point in the conversation, who is voting for a Democrat based on these three things? The economy, which the Democrats have just completely destroyed. Uh, The safety of our streets, which the Democrats have just completely destroyed with all of their, you know, bail reform and letting uh, prisoners go free and personal freedoms, which the Democrats have also destroyed. So who I'm like. Who is voting for the Democrats? How how is he actually saying this with a straight face, thinking that it's reasonable or smart for him to bring these things up, as if someone goes, yeah, the Democrats have really been there for me with the economy and the safety and personal freedom?
2: Well, just in New York, a 43-year-old man raped a woman uh, while she was out on a jog, and he had 18 prior convictions. So it's like anybody that actually is not seeing the... I guess, direction that the country is going and it's downhill fast and they still are going to support Joe Biden, then they'll never wake up. No amount of evidence can ever convince an idiot. And I think that's kind of where we're at, Sarah. It's like mm-hmm. they just kind of say these lies and the idiots believe them. And the people paying attention are like, uh, this doesn't make sense. Right.
0: Right. Jorge.
1: The only people voting for Biden are rich white liberals, coastal elites living in their mansions, gated communities who don't have to face the issues of working class voters have to face what's interesting is actually i've been spending some time in south texas you know interviewing voters on both sides mm-hmm. ahead of midterms and even democrat voters you don't hear j6 preserve democracy that's, like that's not an issue that like people are like voting on and with five days away from the election it's like when i was interviewing voters are like i can't afford my gas like my groceries are right. doubled like i'm facing like real issues where i'm, I'm gonna lose my house i don't have time to worry about like the ukraine issue or or, like talking points of threat to to, uh, democracy if anything this might be a good sign for the gop because this is a very desperate sign from the president Mm -hmm. and another good time for the gop is that biden is not on the campaign trail they have to send in obama Mm -hmm. because this guy's too old to be out there so it's an interesting speech but i i i I doubt it moves a needle on, on voters.
0: So it was interesting um, during the speech that he gave, he mentioned, you know, we don't settle our differences with a riot. We, I think he was trying to say, we settle it uh, at the ballot box, but it did, didn't come out that way exactly, watch.
3: We don't settle our differences, America, with a riot, a mob, or a bullet, or a hammer. We settle them peaceably at the battle at the, battle box, the ballot box. There's an alarming rise in the number of our people in this country condoning political violence, or simply remaining silent because silence is complicity. The disturbing rise of voter intimidation.
0: Hmm, it's interesting to hear him talk about that. Uh, feels like there was a time not too long ago where differences were settled by the left with, uh, you know, those mostly peaceful riots.
2: Yeah, and, and why is he trolling the Pelosi's with that hammer bit? I mean, you know, they have to bring up, I mean, this is a sore a subject, do not bring up the hammer.
1: Officers. One what of them just this? got hurt. You can see him walking back there, clutching his head. Did he, he, he get this? Um, and we don't know whether that was bricks or firecrackers or what happened. We weren't oh. able to see oh. what happened.
2: Oh, this is in Dallas. This is oh, piece is
0: piece of what
2: did he say, peaceably? Peacefully is what he wanted to say
0: piece of it. Mm, That is so peaceful. Wow, that was a peaceful blast. That is the most peaceful blast I've ever seen. So I'm glad that we have the uh, president of the the United States telling us what we, uh, you know, we don't, please, we don't riot. We settle it at the battle box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and it is going to be a battle. And that's the other thing is they've laid the groundwork now. Or is, are we going to have the votes in time? And I know we can only say so much on the Internet, but uh, it's, my trust is waning. Well,
0: OK, so I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of the things that he said, which is what mm-hmm. the Democrats continue to say. Whoa, 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 we won't know for a few days what the what the results are going to be. They're already planting that seed, which is weird because I seem to recall when there, there was a day Uh, in which we could, we knew, they counted them all overnight and maybe it went into the early hours of the morning but they counted them all until they were done. Now the Democrats are saying, well, we gotta, listen, we're not gonna know for a few days, we gotta maybe, I don't know, stuff some more ballots in there, run them through twice, I don't know, (laughs)
3: watch. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know. And many states don't start counting those ballots Uh, until after the polls close on November 8th. That means, in some cases, we won't know the winner of the election for a few days — until a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots — In a legal and orderly manner. Mm. It's always been important for citizens in democracy to be informed and engaged. Now it's important for citizens to be patient as well. (laughs) Gosh, almighty. That's how it's supposed to work.
0: But no, that's not how it's supposed to work at all. In fact, I could argue that the way it was supposed to work was that you had election day, and everyone went and voted on election day, and that was how it was supposed to work. I don't believe our founding fathers had in mind that you guys were going to create a bunch of mail-in ballot uh, you know, boxes where people could go and stuff a bunch of boxes in and no one could verify whether or not that person was actually the one who was actually placing that vote. I don't think that that was the way it was supposed to work, Joe.
2: Well, uh, it almost feels like he's like describing America as Venezuela or something like, oh, you know, we'll get it done, it's gonna take a couple days. I mean, this is America. This is supposedly the greatest country on earth. And the fact that he's calling the shots, I mean, We're screwed.
0: Yeah, but you don't know like what pipes are gonna burst (laughs) in the middle of the the night. The Wi-Fi is gonna break.
2: I mean
1: who
0: knows? They may need to reboot the system. They're always
1: gonna be rebooting the system. The systems always need reboots. You're right. And also (laughs) notice how like big tech is already colliding with the government. You go on Twitter now. Twitter just lets you know. Hey, just letting you know, it's gonna take a few days. It's like we're already kind of seeing everything in line. And I mean, look, Brazil just did an election. They were able to, to count it that night. Don't see how the United States can't. Um, yeah, it's, Don't uh, get me started
2: on that Brazil election. Yeah, yeah. Did you <laughs> see that? you see the people that said that they haven't gotten paid yet? Uh, tinfoil hat, the tinfoil <laughs> hat alert. I'm just saying
0: we'll just the, elections Brazil, uh, the elections in Brazil work for Alex now. The elections in Brazil. What was
1: really here was the videos of the prisons in Brazil and like the prisoners and the gangs like celebrating the victory. I'm like, optics is not a good sign,
2: guys. Yeah, and supposedly the people in the well, Fluella, I can't even pronounce it, <laughs> in the slums of Brazil. <laughs> are saying that they are missing a paycheck for their participation oh, in the latest foil. election. And this is just a conspiracy. T- we don't know this <laughs> is not true. We don't know tinfoil hat gives me, uh, you know, all immunity with saying <laughs> uh, with my conspiracies.
0: So. Um, okay, so I want to, uh, I want to throw in here, I want to get to the Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake saga. So if you guys recall, uh, there was a break in to the campaign office of Arizona Democrat gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs last week. And they were very, very quick, her campaign was very quick to insinuate that Carrie Lake or her quote, allies, had uh, at least inspired this break in um, at her campaign office. She said, here's her, her statement that she released. Let's be clear. For nearly two years, Carrie Lake and her allies have been spreading dangerous misinformation and inciting threats against anyone they see fit. The threats against Arizonans attempting to exercise their constitutional rights and their attacks on elected officials are the direct result of a concerted campaign of lies and intimidation. <laughs> well, oops. Uh, yesterday, I said that uh, it was actually an illegal immigrant. Who broke into the campaign office and um, he's currently at large for administrative immigration violations for failing to maintain his status as a registered student at an academic institution and surveillance footage did confirm that it was him i'm guessing illegal immigrant Probably not a Kerry Lake supporter. <laughs> Perhaps that was just a giant freaking lie because that's what they do. Now someone breaks into, well, maybe breaks into. We don't really know yet, right? Paul and Nancy Pelosi's house, oh, yeah. and foil. they're like, oh, ten yeah. ten <laughs> yeah. cool. all, all right, right, it's right. It's all right, right all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're broken into Paul and Nancy Pelosi's house, but we can't see the footage. We don't know, and we have Joe Biden saying this is right wing extremism. Show me the freaking tapes, because these tapes prove that it wasn't.
1: Yeah,
2: you're right. We do need to see the tapes, and that's the other thing is I'm sick of them always having the narrative. They already know the answers. Like, just say we don't know or right. we're figuring it out. It's all of a sudden something bad happens, and if they can, you know, spin it to where it, it alienates, you know, the right wing, then that's the talking point. So I just want some transparency and some people to take accountability when they're wrong. And I don't think the Katie Hobbs campaign is going to take any accountability for, you know, projecting this lie that it was some sort of right wing QAnon person that broke into her office.
0: Well, certainly too. It's like, um, same thing with whenever they will, a campaign or a left leaning journalist institution Mm -hmm. or whatever will tweet something out that is not true. And that tweet gets so much traction. And then if they even do bother to delete it um, and issue a a correction, that correction gets like no traction, right? So like, so Katie Hobbs's team has gone out and promoted this lie. And this correction, that it actually is not true, will get no coverage.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Uh, Katie Hobbs, out of all the kind of Democratic candidates right now, has to probably be the worst one. She actually started off yeah. so the bad. campaign so with, bad. like, the biggest lead out of anyone, and she let Lake get back in it, and now Lake, in some polls, is beating her. So she's kind mm-hmm. of grasping for anything. Um, it's probably one of the more fascinating campaigns, but it's it's amazing how bad of a candidate she is. Even even mainstream, like, left-wing uh you know reports when they interview her they're like how come you just don't debate her and she's like oh, I, ca- I can't and then univision did a uh did an interview with her like what what have you learned from you know spanish your 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 hispanic voters and she goes Ola? And the guy's like, <laughs> that's it? Like, it's, yeah. it's amazing how much she's, she let Lake get back in. And so uh, it's fascinating with what's going on with that campaign down there.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, well, we played yesterday, yeah. um, Don Lemon, like, pressing her, pressing yeah. her. And we were like, if when CNN is treating you oh, this way yeah. as a Democrat candidate, you are in trouble.
2: She is the worst candidate I've ever seen for governor, and I'm not some political expert by any means, but like she's got no. I don't car- know.
0: We live in Texas. Do you yeah. know who's running?
2: I'm saying at least Beto has more charisma. Let's yeah, I skateboard. would say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying hey, at least Beto will debate happy. Like, yeah, Hobbs actually, doesn't yeah, even want to be in the I'm same just room. I'm she is like fair. she's not trying. She's scared to death. And when she gets pressed, she never like brings it back. Like when you when they press Carrie Lake about abortion or any right. of these things, she presses them back with stats. Mm-hmm. Boom, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. You did this. She wants this. Katie Hobbs is like. I I am just running a good Maybe campaign, maybe the campaign you know? is but Alex,
1: maybe the campaign is dre- you know, really desperate here. They find an illegal that just crossed over through Yuma and said, Hey <laughs> let me get I this on yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah. hey, let, let me send you know, send you a few bucks, a couple tacos. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We'll say it was a late campaign. So Maybe just,
0: we'll see. We'll see, man. Maybe. Um, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. And look, we went through the, the only the first segment, and we all three have already worn the tin foil
3: hat. <laughs> yeah. This is Alex rubbing off on us.
0: Yeah. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Raycon. So, if you have not yet started shopping for the holidays yet, I'm sorry to stress you out, but they are around the corner, and uh, you can skip the stress and snag some of the best deals of the season on something everyone will love. This is Premium audio products from Raycon. I use Raycon at home. They're wireless earbuds. They've got headphones. They've also got speakers. Um, they've got that quality sound that you will get from other companies, but you're going to pay a fraction of the cost. They also have up to 54 hours of battery life. Um, so I have some. I use them all the time. Uh, I bought some for my mom. She loves them as well. And they don't have the stupid stems. Like, why do other companies put the stems? It just weighs down your ear, and it's more likely to fall out. These fit directly in your ear. They've got a bunch of different colors uh, to choose from. You can go to buyraycon.com slash y. Use code earlybf for Black Friday to get 20% off site-wide. That's 20% off of any Raycon product. Guys, this is a deal that never happens. Make sure you take advantage over at buyraycon, buyraycon.com slash y. Code earlybf. so we just played for you uh, some clips from joe biden's speech yesterday but before the speech was given white house press secretary Karine jean-pierre uh, said that biden was giving the speech in the first place because republicans are not going to accept the results of these midterm elections watch
4: look the president again is making this speech because we're, we're seeing an alarming number of republican uh, republican officials who are saying they're being very clear uh, they're not going to accept the results of these elections that's a problem, and yes, when we see what happened to uh, Paul Pelosi, and again, the president spoke. Uh, you all know you've heard you've heard us you've heard us say this. The president spoke to uh, the speaker on Friday. He spoke very forcefully at his event Friday after uh, Friday evening. Uh, he spoke to this again on Saturday, and just yesterday uh, in Florida, uh, uh, he spoke in, in front in front of Florida um, Floridians yes. about yes. this yes. this attack. And so, uh, look, he, he's going to continue to call this out. Uh, what we're seeing is is a attack on our de- democracy, and the president has been very clear. We need to protect our democracy. Mm. We need to strengthen our democracy, mm-hmm. and he feels uh, it is important as the president of the United States to continue uh, to speak to this. Mm.
0: She, it, can you? Has there ever been a worse press secretary ever? Probably not. Now she is the freaking. She has to be the worst. Yeah. She is the worst. God, she cannot she is already reading her paper and she still cannot even formulate an actual answer. Like, you have a cheat, imagine you have a freaking cheat sheet in front of you every day telling you the answers to whatever your job is and you still screw up that bad. Yep. how? I'm, I'm sorry, but it's like,
1: if you're the White House press secretary, you can't say, um, when you do public speaking. Like, you, you have to be the best of the best. And she says, um, like, Every, me. Yes,
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. And And listen, let's be honest. Like it, it would be cool if she had some swag if she was, like, a sassy black woman, yeah. like, you know, up there calling the shots. I would respect her more for that. <laughs> but instead, she's just like, I'm going to read this thing yeah. and I'm going to, you know, it's like she's got no charisma. Even at least Saki looked like little Chucky, you know, the bride yeah. of Chucky. I she needs some had, sass. Yeah, she had Alex's some like, sass. She's in Peter, dude. Like, she's there yeah, Peter, we've already talked about this,
0: Pete, you
2: know, and she has no swag. She's just, if she raised her swag level a little bit, she would be doing better. I
0: mean, again, this is why affirmative action is a failure. You get people like Karine Jean-Pierre as White House press secretary. She is absolutely unqualified for the position. Um, so she was also asked about that tweet from the White House uh, that was fact-checked by Twitter and has since been deleted on Social Security. Now, she... She said, well, look, the tweet just wasn't complete, watch. (laughs) There was
3: a contextual note, I'm not sure what the proper terminology is for the uh, platform, that was added to that. Was it removed because of the addition of the note, or was it removed because of the concern about the uh, veracity
4: of the message? In the- so it was, I, look, the tweet was not complete. Usually when we put out a tweet, uh, we posted with context, and it did not have that context. Uh-huh. Uh, so in the past, we've pointed out that for the first time in our in over a decade, seniors' uh, Medicare premiums will, will decrease even as their social uh, security checks reading- increase. That's yeah. a little bit of context that was not included. This ah. means that seniors will have a chance to Still get real. ahead of inflation due to the rare Everybody. combination of rising benefits and falling premiums. And l- and let's not forget, as, mm-hmm. as you've been hearing me say for the past few minutes about MAGA Republicans in Congress and their continued threat right. uh, to, to that's threaten right. social security. That's, to right. that's
0: right. I forgot. That MAGA question was obviously about the MAGA Republicans, and that's why you brought it up. Um, so the tweet, So here, let me read for you the tweet. Okay. And I actually am going to read from this because I'm reading an actual tweet, not because I'm a complete moron. Okay. Seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. And um, what the tweet obviously left out was that they are were getting an increase because uh, there's a <laughs> cost of living increase, uh, average prices increase, 8.7%. Uh, so it's going up the 8.7% because of the Biden inflation. Um, but They just it just wasn't complete. That was the thing.
2: And you have to remember, this is the bare minimum, you know, and so the fact that they're raising it up. It's like they want to pat themselves on the back, but they have to raise it up because people can't afford to fill up their gas tank. They can't afford the freaking hot dogs at the store that are normally cheap. So, you know, for them to pat themselves on the back for just giving the people the bare minimum, (laughs) typical liberal, uh, you know, congratulatory, self-congratulatory, you know, rhetoric.
1: I can't believe i'm saying this but cnn did a great piece on senior citizens right now during inflation and a lot of the senior citizens were saying that they could actually only eat one time a day because yeah. that's how much they're allowed so that's like the reality so it's yeah. it's disgusting to see like the white house want to pat themselves on the back when their own voters are eating one time a day like these aren't like republicans these are like their own voters uh it's truly disgusting at the end of the day the real american people know what's going on and i have to say this is probably like the first time that the fact checkers have been like on the right side, so uh, we'll give him a W on this one. Yeah, you know
0: it's interesting. Um, you bring that up. Um, whenever we, you and I both participated in Laura Ingram's mm-hmm. town hall uh, event. You last guys week. both
2: dominated it. I, don't know. I appreciate sure. that. Was, uh...
0: But um, but when we were off air, I was talking to to Laura about just all of the craziness, and she said that people in the Northeast, I don't, we don't think about this because we're in Texas and we don't use heat right. very often, right? Yeah. But she's like heat has gone up so substantially. People who are already having to turn on their heaters in the Northeast, like they're getting like $1,000 bills, uh, monthly bills for heat. And it's like, they can't pay that. So imagine you're already uh, an elderly person Mm -hmm. on a fixed income, on social security, and you're just trying to heat your home to survive in the winter, and you can't do it because of Joe Biden's leadership. Well, like, get, that's devastating. And we're
1: the richest country yeah. in the world, and look what our citizens are going through. Yeah, but Joe Off Biden's gonna give you free blankets, guys.
2: So there's enough blankets, <laughs> they're gonna have the Joe Biden blankets. He's put on five or six blankets, you are gonna be warm, so. <laughs> come on, Jack. We don't need, yeah, we don't need heat. <laughs> just come on, put another blanket on.
0: Um. So, okay, so I want to, I would be remiss if I didn't play this This other clip. So she was also, Corinne Jean-Pierre, asked about this recent report that we covered from The Intercept that uh, the government worked with big tech, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, it's
2: Obvious like, right, I don't it's even, like I don't right, you mean, used you to no have we to wear this yeah, to yeah. be able to say this,
0: yeah. now you don't. Uh, the government <laughs> worked with big tech to yeah, police so disinformation, gross. and uh, her answer there was one for the Times. Watch.
4: The the administration um, the Biden administration remains fully uh, committed to our mission to protect the sec- the security and resilience of our um, of, of our you know elections and safeguard election infrastructure so that includes combat like just- combating disinformation that is something that uh, we are committed to um, you know we work to protect that uh, f- uh, protect Americans from disinformation that threatens the homeland including malicious efforts spread by foreign ad- adverse. Ad- um, Adversaries, uh, adversaries. Uh, adversaries. Sorry, pardon me. Began before the disinformation governance board was established. In fact, some of that work uh, began before this uh, administration. So, uh, you know, I want I want to be very clear that cross agency work continues to this day. Oh, okay, <laughs> makes total sense. Thanks for that.
1: geez like, I want to make clear that we are censoring uh, Americans working with big tech on the of the regime. That's like for me, like. I don't care when these, and a lot of Republican politicians do this when they talk about, oh, Cuba needs Internet freedom or Venezuela or these other countries. Like, we don't even have that here in mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. I can't be worried about these other countries. So um, big shout out to Lee Fang, he's a great investigative reporter who uh, put out that piece. And, uh, it's great for the American people to see the actual docs and everything being organized against against us. Yeah. And she said three scary words at the end,
2: cross-agency work. Like, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, that's the last thing I want is the FBI and NSA and all these alphabet agencies working together because uh, you can just see they've weaponized the Department of Justice against the American people. So I, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them.
0: Yeah, um, all right, we got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So Home Title Fraud is uh, One of the fastest growing crimes you may not realize it and if you don't know what it is consider yourself lucky because that means it hasn't happened to you but you could be a victim and not even know it because your home's title is kept online like everything else and if it's not protected a cyber criminal can get a hold of it they can sign your home over to himself and start taking out loans against it and um by the time you find out that anything is wrong he could be long gone and you are going to have to deal with the devastating financial consequences don't let that happen to you. Home Title Lock will put a barrier around your home's title, uh, and it's going to protect it from cyber thieves so that uh, they cannot do that to you, and your retirement nest egg that you have built up will be safe. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO, register your address for a no-obligation home title report that's a $100 value for free over at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Yesterday on uh, CNN, we just talked about him earlier. Good old Don Lamon admitted that uh, Democrats don't actually want to even be seen with Joe Biden these days. Watch. That's a big factor in where Biden has been these last few days. He
4: is not going to the places that you're seeing former President Obama go to. Yeah. It's because of that approval rating. And a
1: lot of people are not, you know, they don't want to be seen with the president, quite frankly. And they don't want to even answer the question about whether they should be um Running with him or at having having him on the campaign trail or if they'll support him come
4: 2020.
0: Yeah This is so good. I love it so much. It's so good. These are the same people who were like, we can't have the orange man You have to vote for Joe and now they're like, yeah, nobody wants to be seen with him It's uh, pretty bad out there. Why do you think that is it's almost like you guys caused the problem.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like the Spider-Man meme, you know, they're they're just pointing at each other. They're the ones that are the (laughs) real villains. But you also got to look at, uh, that was Don Lamont. I don't know if we're pulling that article up today, but, you know, his ratings compared to the last show that they replaced Mm -hmm. is down like 100,000 viewers on average. So he's not even as good as the, you know, whatever the show that they're replacing. So... Don Lemon, when you're finally red-pilled and you're finally a MAGA man, you come on down. We'll give you a spot here at the Blaze TV. No, we won't. Oh. No, we won't. No, actually, we won't. no, actually, we won't. He's lying. We don't, <laughs> we don't like be... you.
0: We don't like you. <laughs> That'd be good.
1: Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's not surprising when you look at the record low approval rating right now. Uh, Biden is actually doing the worst of blacks and Hispanics. So, Beto was actually asked about this on the campaign show. He like, hey, aren't you going to invite Biden to come in? And Beto was like, uh, we just want to keep it local. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. why you're you, are, you know, yeah. you're seeing Obama out there <laughs> so having good. to campaign. They're pulling out Obama out of Martha's Vineyard. He's out there campaigning. And you know, we'll, we'll see if it, if it moves the needle. But it says a lot about Joe Biden. And like I said, if I was a betting man, I think Gavin Newsom's our guy for 2024.
2: I oh. mean, Raphael Warnock said no. I think yeah. they were going to go, so, and
1: yep. Raphael said no <laughs> to Joe Biden. Well, Katie Hobbs <laughs> hasn't also asked Biden to come either, and she needs she needs help. She's because, dumb
2: like, enough. She should <laughs> have him. I mean, she
0: sucks. I mean, so so Jorge, you mentioned South Texas. I know you've been doing uh, a lot of work out there, talking to voters on the ground um, about this potential really huge shift of minority mm-hmm. voters to Republicans, um, I want to play a clip uh, of you speaking to some of these Latino voters uh, about why they are, or why this gentleman is moving more towards conservatism, watch. Slowly throughout the years, I started to notice that drastic change in the youth, like in the cultural youth, and then on the family values. And then after that, after Trump uh, presidency ended, we started to see
4: really bad economic change. With the gas prices and the food being so high, We've reached a point to where we, as voters, have to give some faith to some of these folks like Myra who have come up and told us, you know, I recognize, I see you, and I will fight for you, and that's why I will vote for Myra Flores.
1: The progressive and woke ideology that uh, teaching children about uh, their sexuality in public schools is okay—that mm-hmm. doesn't fly with people down mm-hmm. here. That you know that they're. People here are very conservative uh, and traditional when it comes to uh, sexual education or just like sexuality with with you know in in those age groups.
0: Now I want to play just to just to play a, a stark contrast. <laughs> uh, those were the the Latino voters who were voting uh, and indicating that they were moving more towards. Uh, conservatives, because as it turns out, we're not the crazy ones. But here are the crazy ones, and by crazy ones, I of course mean Beto voters, who explained why they're uh, they're voting for Beto. So here's one woman, you talked to several of them, Jorge. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna hear from you after we play this, um, how crazy the responses got. But here's one woman who emphasized, of course, the, apport- the importance of things like abortion and gun control. Watch.
1: What issues are important for you in this race?
4: The race is women's choice. Uh, Way versus Rome, that should be in the valley, it should be
0: here, and no government should be in the our business, for one. Abbott has destroyed everything in this city. For one, like, Balas is bringing in a lot of killings, and he still doesn't correct the AR-15s on the age, and he pretends like, oh, we're all right, no, we're not.
1: So you do want um, them to raise the limit to 21 years old?
0: Yes, actually I would like to bend them. But then they say, oh, well, all right, okay then. Uh, get that age up." She literally just said, we want the government out of our business, mm-hmm. but also we want the government to restrict our second amendment rights. Did you, I get that correct?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, for me sir, it, was, it was fascinating talking to both voters. So first, mm-hmm. you know, I spoke to Latino voters, many of them who've been voting Democrat for years. Um, who are now switching to the GOP. The number one issue for them is, as the famous quote goes, it's the economy, stupid, so inflation. So that's the number one issue. They feel that Democrats are not solving their economic needs. On top of that, a lot of Latinos that were speaking with saying not only are we not seeing any economic help, but on the family and culture Mm -hmm. uh, values, they have shifted way too far left. Mm -hmm. And the sexual transition, a lot of work that you've been doing on that side, that Latinos are very against, even Democrat voter, Latino. So it was interesting to, to hear that from them, these kind of real world issues that are impacting working class. Now, when I go interview Beto supporters, you don't even hear the word inflation. Um, I didn't hear that even when Beto spoke. You, you don't hear the, the, those type of issues. Um, it's all about gun violence connected to Uvalde, what happened mm-hmm. here in Texas, and the abortion, abortion. issue. That's, that's the top two issues. So even I was even discussing with some other folks, I was saying even Biden's you know speech, it doesn't speak to anyone because even Democrat voters, that's not, you know, I, you know, I wasn't here in January 6th right. or things of that nature. So it's it's really fascinating. I think right now, what's, what's happening with Latinos, we might not ever see this again in history. The huge percentage points that the okay. GOP has been making there, and they're investing millions of dollars, and something interesting is happening in South Texas in an election that's going to be very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, it turns out that uh, when you're talking about issues that hit close to home, I mean, voters are not going out and having you know, daily abortions, Mm -mm. (laughs) but they are daily, you know, recognizing that these, you know, inflation and gas prices and the cost of everything is out of control. They're feeling that on the daily. Mm -hmm. They're not feeling the abortion restrictions every day.
2: Yeah, and it's weird, though, too. It's You notice the people that are yelling for abortion the most are usually, like, lesbians who... Yeah, that, there's can, no way that lady can Yeah operate. And that woman is post-menopausal, <laughs> yeah, so she's yeah. not worried. I mean, so for her to say, oh, abortion is, like, you know, one of the main issues that she's focusing on in this election, it just shows you how dumb the voters are. They can just yeah. trick us and be like, oh, you're taking away our right to have an abortion? Yeah, you can go to Oklahoma, you can go to any of these states, basically, and go get an abortion. So people are just uneducated, including myself. I'm not, I'm not a brilliant guy. I'm an idiot, tinfoil hat-wearing <laughs> person, too. But some of this stuff's not hard. Hard to figure out if you just start paying attention a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, Jorge, you just wrote uh, an article about this, did you not? On yeah, the, yeah, it's, it's, up, it's
1: up on the Daily Caller. Really recommend you want to check it out. Like that, you guys can see the full in-depth answers. Like I said, it's it's honestly fascinating because the type of political shifts that we're seeing in South Texas, it would take like hundred years to see those shifts, and we're seeing them in these quick terms. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, Latinos, they're regular folks, so. They're feeling the pain at the pump, the groceries. Mm-hmm. They can't worry about Ukraine. I was hearing that from several Latino voters. They said, "We don't, we don't care what's happening over there." Like I'm paying double for yeah. gas and things like that. And um, I think the GOP could really capitalize on those real world issues.
0: Amen. Uh, it's called Texas Latino voters oppose Democrats' handling of inflation and trans surgeries for kids. Make sure you go check it out at the Daily Caller's website. Great work, Jorge. Uh, all right, we want to thank our sponsor. We've got more to come, but uh, first, let's talk about First Liberty. So. Court packing is something that the Democrats are constantly threatening to do. And, uh, you know, they always talk about, like, democracy is so important. Oh, my gosh. Well, this actually would be a danger to democracy if they were able to get uh, through all of these plans. They're going to install four more justices if we don't stop them. And they're going to rig the system in their favor, obviously. That would be catastrophic for our entire way of life. We can't let it happen. This is where you come in. First Liberty needs you to sign their letter to say no to court packing and no to the Supreme Court coup. They've already had uh, over, well over 400,000 patriots, people like you who have signed their letter. They need you to do this. This will be the easiest thing that I ask you to do today. It's completely free. It will take you two seconds of your time to send a message to the left that we will not allow court packing to happen. You can go to SupremeCoup.com to sign the letter. That is SupremeCoup.com. Elon Musk uh, will reportedly restore the content moderation tools that he had briefly suspended after meeting with left-wing groups. See, this is where he went wrong. You don't meet with left-wing groups. You never do that. It's always a bad idea. So Bloomberg News uh, reported that Elon had promised the groups that he would, quote, restore content moderation tools that had been blocked for some staff by the end of the week. Uh, is what he said, and this, of course, comes after leaders complained about his plans to relax speech protections on the platform and restore the accounts of users who had been removed. We can't have people speaking their minds on a platform that's designated for people to speak their minds. That would be really scary. And uh, Free Press's Jessica Gonzalez said that Elon would continue consulting with people of color, religious minorities, and people most impacted by hate and disinformation on the platform. It's almost like I told everyone calm down because he is not, he's not been red pilled. He's not one of us. He is, you know, it's great that he says that he believes mm-hmm. in free speech, but like, I wouldn't, you know, it, conservatives are like the nerd at homecoming dance. They're like, oh my God, she looked at me. Maybe we <laughs> can get married. Like, no. It's not that simple, and uh, here we see, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens, but he's already saying, yeah, we'll restore censorship tools. That doesn't give me very much
2: (sighs) Last time I had to put on my tinfoil hat. First of all, Elon Musk, the same guy that wants to put a microchip in your brain to be able to park your Tesla, and this is my conspiracy. When he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I haven't stated this publicly yet, he smoked marijuana, which is you know fine if it's legal in your state. Go party on Wayne, whatever. But after it, he went on the Nelk Boys podcast, and he talked about how that was a huge deal because he has government contracts through SpaceX. And he said that it jeopardized those contracts by him smoking marijuana. So my point is, this guy's mm. controlled by the government in some sort of way. I mean, he's a billionaire, and he gives us the impression that we have freedom of speech, and we should have freedom of speech on these tech platforms. But if it's really, a, a, you know, if it's nut-cutting time, as they call it, he's going to lean with the establishment. So... Elon is not who we think he is. He's just another guy that's part of the establishment that really, truly doesn't care about the uh, American man, I don't think.
1: Yeah, for people who don't know, you know, Elon does has a lot of business dealings with like communist China Mm -hmm. and things in that nature. They work out, they work out a lot of deals. It doesn't make it public. Um, I'm still like waiting because i seeing the conservatives like cheering him on like he's like the next, you know, Jesus or whatever. It makes me just want to hold it's like, wait a minute, let's see what actually happens. Um, I do like that he at least fired some of that old leadership that was there in the past, get him out the way. So I'm going to wait a little bit see, see kind of what happens uh, and it unravels here. What I do like, though, is seeing the Libs like, just lose their mind on Twitter. I think my favorite tweet so far was like, um, everyone, please stay on Twitter and stay strong like a Ukrainian. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this a, is this is great, right? that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I was great. like, I was like, who oh, that? it was it was a blue check. And I'm like, this is this is amazing content. I'm like, don't oh, yeah. So gosh. so for all you lives out there, stay on it, stay you know, stay strong like a Ukrainian. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, stay on it. But also, I love the ones who were like, I'm getting. I, there was one journalist who said, I've got, I've already gotten a dozen DMs of people saying they're gonna leave. It's like, okay, bye. Yeah, see, ya, all these people say <laughs> they're
2: gonna leave. And and you know, I just, just you know made fun of Elon. But I'm gonna be the first person to pay for my blue check mark. I could care less. I'm paying eight <laughs> bucks a month. Give me that blue check mark. All the ladies. Now I got a blue check mark on Instagram. Let me tell you something.
0: Don't even. Yeah. You know what? The
2: ladies love the blue check mark. So, so I'm about to get another funny. blue check mark. I know. That's why I bring it Not up. That's a merge though, right? Alex? Blue check time. mark coming up, Elon. Thank you, Daddy Elon.
0: <laughs> so, so Elon also got into. Uh, I don't know. I'll say a lover's quarrel with uh, AOC. Which
2: is not okay to say that because I'm the one that has a relationship that I built over over time, going to DC, getting in Mm -hmm. front of her, and for a billionaire, just to come and undercut me and take away my dream girl, this is not an easy day for me.
0: you brought up Instagram verification, so I felt like I would qualify this as a lover's quarrel. Um, So they got into a little bit of a spat online over Elon's plans to charge uh, $8 a month for verification, and so she tweeted, lmao at a billionaire earnestly trying to sell people on the idea that free speech is actually at eight dollar a month subscription plan and uh elon responded your feedback is appreciated now pay eight <laughs> <And then>, dollars <laughs> and then he tweeted a screenshot of her 58 dollar hoodies that she has for sale at her uh shop online and of course she responded to that tweeting Proud of this, and always will be, my workers are union, make a living wage, have full health care, and aren 't subject to racist treatments in their workplaces. Items are made in USA team AOC honors and respects working people. You should try it sometime instead of union busting and then um, he posted a, a meme trolling her, which was just like he just doesn 't stop is amazing, he doesn 't stop he's <laughs> savage, so there you guys who are who are watching uh, can see it and um So, and then she suggested that Elon had disabled features of her Twitter. I think you need to give her the tinfoil hat now.
2: That's what I'm saying. she's yeah, yeah. a conspiracy theorist now. Yeah, she. This is for you, AOC. Yeah, AOC, we come on right Come here. on the show. Put it on. Come on the show. On. Well, we I have will, your hat. AOC, I will put it right on here. you
0: personally. You can
2: AOC. Just put it on, and it'll look good on your hair. I mean, she is beautiful, and I miss her so much. Stop yeah. it, if you're Stop watching it. this, AOC, call me back. I can get Elon off your back. I can, I can, I can. I'll troll Elon for you, AOC.
0: Okay, but seriously, do you? What do you guys? Is he going to lose a bunch of a bunch of users who are not going to pay? I don't think he does. I don't mm-hmm. think people yet. are too addicted to no. it. No. Yeah.
1: I mean, where, where are they gonna go? A parlor, well, even more, right? Well,
2: that, well it, but this is the reason why Twitter is so effective. It's the only place where you can really, truly go viral. Like Instagram, nothing really goes viral. TikTok, that's like all fake. So Twitter, you can. just And the, be a, the
1: fun of Twitter is like engaging the other side. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can engage
2: a celebrity mm-hmm. and actually get there. Right. There's no other app that you can do that. So I, I think that's I app's mean, hence gonna, the Dave Pornoy and Alex. Situation. Exactly. You got idiots <laughs> like me yeah. getting advice to Dave Pornoy. So yes, Twitter for for the common man, it's the common man's app that can connect you to the elitist. So it's very important that we have it. The the common man's like, man
0: yeah. that connects us to the elitist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Hey, where's laughs> what the a line? slogan.
1: Yeah, no, I, As, I don't know. He's
0: not I mean, wrong. Seriously, he's I not don't wrong. Know. Uh, all right. So, guys, don't forget election night is around the corner. It is Tuesday. And I'm going to tell you if you haven't voted yet, you need to freaking vote and do whatever you need to do to get that done on Tuesday. But then, when you're done with that, join us at 745 Eastern. This is PM, of course, over at BlazeTV.com or the BlazeTV YouTube channel. We're gonna navigate the midterms. Uh, God, just please pray for us. Send alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. Not for Alex. He doesn't drink. But no, send it for but me. maybe
2: security. Because I'm gonna be at Beto O'Rourke's, uh, you know, celebration party. I, they can know. They can know. I'll be there in a full dress and Ronnie the Rat uh, costume, so they won't know who I am. That's
0: okay. <laughs> so, well, Alex just spoiled his bit, but I'm not spoiling mine. No. So you have to tune in to find out over at uh, Blaze TV. Dot com you can uh, go go get some savings right now on a subscription promo code is red wave for thirty dollars off over at blaze slash midterms Yesterday, we covered uh, Obama joining up with TikTokers uh, ahead of the midterms. Now I would like to play for you because I had to see it, so you do too. Beto, we just talked about him. Beto O'Rourke and Stacey Abrams uh, joining in this campaign tactic. And I gotta be honest, I really wish they hadn't. Watch yellow bone, long Says A Texas star, woman star, who star, just wants rights. And hips come get a creepy. creepy pro-choice <laughs> <laughs> governor bone, who's ready to give her hair, what she star, wants. Star. What? Thick
4: and hips wow. come get in my car.
0: I just wanna okay. Can you guys give me a give me a still of Beto's creepy f-
1: Oh no. What?
0: Why? Why? That is the creepiest thing I've ever, lo- oh my god, no. And see, it shows he doesn't have a sense of humor, like he should be no. laughing and
2: joking, he's like dead serious.
0: He looks like he wants, <laughs> <laughs> What well, well, I just want to know who on his staff looked at that, QC'd it and was like, Oh, yeah. Yes, we're putting that content out. That's the content. At least Abram did like collected.
2: a fun, jolly yeah. dance. Yeah, like, yeah, at at least Stacy was. You usually know that she at least was like personable. You know, she's joking. But it was like creepily looking yeah. at the kids filming this. Like, I mean, this is weird.
0: You're just worried. That's well, I a future like, are going to leave it?
2: That's a future governor of Texas right there. Yeah, that's your guys' governor. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, How right. dare you? After tonight. I rebuke Zero percent chance after tonight. <laughs> Ronnie the rat.
0: <laughs> All right, we're out tomorrow. We'll see you guys Monday.
1: <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.